This is Take Action Q&A. I'm your host, Ry Taylor, and we are going to have a blast exploring creativity, leveraging passion, and changing the world, all in 10 minutes or less. So let's get started with some amazing experts and actionable steps in 3, 2, 1. Welcome back, Take Action Tribe. I have another treat for you today. We have Kristen Brown back on the show. She gave us an awesome answer on question number four on how to create a brand that is just an extension of yourself. But today, she is back in the hot seat with a question from me. So let's go ahead and get to Kristen now. Kristen, you gave us a great answer to the question that Brianna asked last time about how to be a creative, quirky, and confident woman that's ready to start an online entrepreneur journey and uh, create a brand that really was an extension of her. But we've got another question today. In fact, this one comes from me. Oh, because, good. <laughs> hey, yeah, I'm the host. I could do that. <laughs> Because I am really intrigued by your ability to connect with a variety of media outlets. This is just amazing to me. It sounds like you've appeared over 125 times on different networks like ABC, CBS. You're getting written about in magazines like Psychology Today and online news authorities like the Huffington Post. You're just all over the place. So my question for you really is, how did you create such a unique presence and gotten others to pay attention to your story? Yeah, it's a question I get pretty much every single week from multiple people <laughs> it, because it it uh, people say, oh gosh, I just feel like I see you everywhere. Here's the thing, and I want to just kind of level set people on the media. It is not an overnight thing. This is something that you have to build and create over time. Unless you've been part of some major natural disaster or you've had something ex major happen in your life, if you're just an online business person, a business owner, an entrepreneur, an author, and you're trying to build up a media following, you're going to have to start small. And I always tell people, don't think that overnight you're going to be on the Today Show. Mm. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. <laughs> you have to start small. Be willing to do things uh, for online shows, for blog talk, radio. Podcasts are an amazing place to start, especially since they're growing and they're so, getting so much listenership. A billion people are listening to podcasts on iTunes. Start with radio. Start with your blog itself. Do guest posts on blogs. And just start to get your feet wet in even knowing what you want to say. Because just being on a show or getting written about doesn't do much for you unless you've got some sort of call to action so people come and engage with you after they've read or seen you on TV. Mm. Because other, it's, it's worthless then, right? I'm going to give you a, a little story, hopefully in 30 seconds or less. I appeared on Live with Kelly and Michael, largest daytime talk show at the time, three and a half million viewers every day. And I thought for sure when I went on that show that I would have a book sale spike. Left the show, amazing experience, super nice people, got in the limo that they got for me to take me back to the airport, looked at Amazon, and I did not even have a blip of a, of a boost in my book sales. Huh. But what happened the next week is I started having people coming to me saying, hey, I saw you on the show, or hey, you reached out to me and you sent me the link. Ooh, gosh, I guess I do want to hire you for this speaking gig. Ooh, I guess I do want to hire you for this. I did not have to negotiate so much. I was able to quadruple my speaking fees, double my coaching rates, and that kind of appearance is a major credibility booster. Huh. On the flip side of that, when I appear on a local, I'm in Minneapolis, when I appear on a local radio show here on Sunday afternoons, I've been, I'm on about every quarter. Every time I appear on that show on terrestrial radio, I have a book sale spike every time. 
So you really have to understand who the audience is of the different media outlets that you appear on and what you can expect from that. Because media in and of itself is worthless unless you do something with those appearances to make you money, to get you exposure, to draw in clients, right? Oh, definitely, yeah. One thing people always ask me is, well, how do you get on these shows? And this is a really misunderstood art form because pitching the media is truly an art and it's also a science because you have to, A, create a relationship with the media so they trust you and they know that you're going to give them good content and that they can go and look at your newsroom or your media page and see examples of what you've done. So you should have news clips, you should record everything that you do and have links to that so they can go there and know that you're going to be able to entertain and educate their audience. The second thing is you have to understand who to pitch. So many people say, well, oh gosh, I sent an email to Martha Stewart so that I could get on her show. And it's like, well, that's not the person you pitch for one. You have to go to the producer, the editor. Sometimes it's the host. If it's a smaller radio show or a smaller online site, you may go directly to the host or, or person that's running that site. But 90% of the time, it's going to be a producer or an editor that you're going to go to, not a host. So don't think that's ever going to get you anywhere, unless you meet them at dinner or something, and they're like, "Hey, I want to, I got to connect you with my show." <laughs> then it's a different, different yeah. animal, of course. And then people get really upset with me when I say this, but I say, "Is you what makes you buzzworthy? What makes you media worthy?" They say, "Well, oh, I have a book, or I have a product, or I have a service, or I have this business." And I say, "No. So does everybody else that wants to get on that show." What makes you the best person to come on that show to entertain an audience? Because that's the, your only job, your only goal when you're on the media is to keep that audience from tuning out. Media gets paid from advertisers. Advertisers pay based on viewers or listeners. The only thing that you need to do when you're on air is to keep those listeners or viewers from turning the channel. Because then the advertisers will stick around and they'll keep paying and paying and paying. So you have to provide great, amazing, engaging, entertaining content that will keep those viewers tuned in. And that's what you have to provide every time you pitch the media is how can you hook the viewer and keep the viewer. Well, I love that. And I want to pick apart something that you said, too, because you're talking about you still do local radio, but you've also done these major national shows. So you're doing all of this across the board. You're doing podcasts, radio, you're doing national TV, and uh, you're keeping all of that on your schedule? Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's, really, it's really up to you as a business owner to say this is important to me or not and to prioritize it or not and fit it into your calendar if that's a strategy that you think is going to work to help build your business. Well, tell us the first time you actually got that media appearance. If you could just give us just a brief moment to where you knew that, hey, you got this opportunity, you were going to be the expert on the show, and this uh, opened up the door to other opportunities. Maybe it wouldn't be your first time. Maybe it would take a couple of times until you really got the exposure that you needed. Yeah, the very, very first TV appearance I did was when I knew that, okay, I think I could make a go of this because I'd been on a lot. I did a lot of blog talk radio. You can go to that. You can go to podcasts and find amazing hosts who have great niche shows that talk directly to your target market. So I had done a lot of that first to get my message honed. My very first TV appearance was on a local show here called Twin Cities Live. It's one of the biggest TV shows on ABC here in Minneapolis, and they have a pretty large viewing audience. And I was so nervous. 
so nervous. And I was going on to talk about my first book called The Best Worst Thing. It's a memoir about I was widowed at a very young age with a daughter. And I remember sitting there. They were getting me mic'd up. And I was like, holy bleep, this is happening. <laughs> and I knew that that I was on to something because it was fun. I wasn't scared. I wasn't nervous. I was just excited and I felt that adrenaline and I knew that this was going to be a real door opener for getting more media exposure to grow my business and to sell books and to get more clients and to get more speaking gigs. So that was really the very first moment that I knew that media was going to be a golden ticket, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. That was the time that you knew. Did other people know? Did you actually get uh, other asks from that, from other media outlets, or did you just keep having to pound the pavement? I still pound the pavement every day. I mean, even though I've had big national shows, you st in media, rejection is just a part of the deal. Even if you're amazing on air, even if you provide great content, even if you have mastered the pitch, you still get no's because it's all about news cycles and what's happening and how you can tie what you know to what's happening in the news today. So if you have an evergreen topic that you can spin, evergreen means that it's relevant all the time. You still have to find a way to tie it to something happening in today's world so that it's relevant to the viewer. Because remember, you want to keep the viewer tuned in. So you always have to think about that. So I'm always pounding the pavement still to this day, even with that, that big list of media appearances behind me. Well, I love it, Kristen. Thank you so much for coming back on the show. Again, you just gave us great content. You gave us actionable steps that we can take. And understand that this isn't just a, an overnight success type of thing. This takes a lot of hard work and a lot of connections. Yeah, definitely. It's a strategy that you have to put into place, and it takes effort. So don't think that it's a magic pill. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We'll see you next time, Kristen. And again, guys, you can find all the links and information about Kristen and her show on the show notes, and we'll give you the link here in just a moment. So thanks again, Kristen. Thanks so much. See you next time. As always, Kristen delivers. You can find out more about Kristen at TakeActionRadio.com forward slash TAQ27. Or check her out at her own podcast, The Happy Hour Effect. I just want to say thank you to all of you guys who have made our time and new and noteworthy a huge success. We repeatedly hit number one in business, technology, and education, and hit the number two spot in all of New and Noteworthy. It couldn't have happened without those awesome reviews and subscriptions from you guys. And if you haven't already, make sure to subscribe to the show. It makes a big difference in our rankings, and you never miss an episode. Now the ranking wars really begin again, and every single subscription counts in our adventure towards the top. Until next time, guys, this is Rye Taylor, and now it's your turn to take action.